What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. It's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lindsay, what do we got? All right. So what do we got is that the average price of a gallon of self-serve regular gasoline in L.A. right now has decreased for the 36th consecutive day, dropping three cents to five dollars and 90 cents. And that's the lowest that it's been since May 12th. The average price has dropped 56 cents over the past 36 days. So it's about 19 cents less than it was one week ago, 51 cents lower than it was a month ago. And the run of dropping prices comes after 18 days of consecutive increases. So moral of the story here is if you need to get gas, now would probably be a good time to fill up because it's the lowest it's been in a couple of months. There you go, Cappy. Well, you know what's funny about this story? is that um, just the other day, I was driving to downtown L.A., I was, I was in our studios, and I stopped to get gas at Costco. And I always feel like going to Costco is my way of saying, I'm beating the system, I'm paying less for gas. Mm-hmm. Now, some people will say to me, you're going way out of your way to go to Costco, you're wasting gas to go there. I'm like, no, 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 I only go if it's right on the way, you know? So I go to Costco, I paid $5.78 for a gallon of gas. But then I started seeing gas stations, 579, 585. I'm like, what the hell did I really do here? How much did I really save? When you start to see gas prices at around the $6 mark and you have this reaction like, oh, damn, gas is cheap all of a sudden. When you think gas is cheap at 6 bucks, that just kind of goes to show you how crazy things were going, like where we were versus where we were versus where we are. Does that make any sense to anybody? No, it does. This is why I bought an electric car. I don't know if I told you before. Well, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that, as a matter of fact, because yesterday (laughs) you gave me a hard time about my electric bike, which you called a fake bike. It was a fake bike. So do you have a fake car? And people have been asking me on Twitter to please hit you up with this. A bike is supposed to be something you use for exercise. A car is literal transportation from point A to point B. Like, how is that any different? I want you to know. How is that the same, I would say? My electric bike, George, is not for exercise. It is for transportation. Okay. I mean, that's why I got a basket on the back of it, man, so I can go to the grocery store. I can put my, my groceries in the back right, of my electric bike. Right, but you were bike. talking about using your electric bike as a workout regimen. That's why it came up. No, I don't use it as a workout regimen. I use my Peloton as a but workout regimen. we were regimen. talking about you losing weight, you mentioned your electric bike. No, man. And, yeah, and then that's why it came up. You know, I went for a run yesterday, you know. Oh, yeah? Can't believe you can't run anymore. You say your knees are bothering you? Oh, yeah. I got arthritis in my right knee, man. You are old. You I are can't an old do pavement man. anymore. Well, I had a really bad car wreck in college. And, every, I mean, it's that, that knee's always been really bad, but it's gotten worse over the years for sure. I did. I mean, slow. I can do, like, like if you put me on a treadmill, I'm totally fine. Yeah. And, you know, it's why I don't want to play on pavement if we play basketball. I want to play on, a, on, like, a wood floor. I want everybody to understand one thing about me. I am the captain of Team Slow. Just the same way Clinton Yates is the president of the Handsome Man community, or at least the local chapter, Mm -hmm. I am the president and the captain of the local chapter of the Team Slow Runners. Nobody can run slower than me. What are you doing in a mile right now? It is so pathetic, man. It really is. What are you doing in a mile? If you watch me run right now, you go, that's not running. I go, yeah, it's kind of jogging. You go, no, that's not even really jogging. I go, well, it's faster than walking. You're like, yeah, maybe by like just a little bit. Yeah. It's ugly, George. All right. It's not Fair good. Enough. That's why that I got to lose like 15 pounds, you know? Yeah. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Uh, all right. So real quick, I was giving morsels. 
And uh, I basically told you the deal. The Kyrie situation with the Lakers tabled at the moment, right? You said dead for now. Dead for now is tabled at the moment. It's basically the same thing. I don't know. Tabled sounds very nice. Dead sounds dead. Okay, there you go. I'll, I'll, whatever you want. Dead for now, okay? <laughs> whatever makes you happy. Whatever floats your boat, Captain. okay? Whatever you get gets a rise out of you. All right, keep going. So... That my question means, to you. My question to you is this, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, by the way, by the way, yeah. by the way. So I mentioned Indiana, right? Uh, Dave McMiniman had that uh, report today on NBA Today, and I, I yeah, I mean, he's one hundred percent. Obviously, he's Dave, so he knows. Um, so he'll be hundred. He's one hundred percent right on that. I've also heard the Miles Turner thing is still in play for the Lakers too, like not just Buddy Heald, and they'd have to kind of figure that out. But again, you have to do. My guess is you have to. Uh, you have to encourage Indiana to understand what play, what is their place at the moment in the current NBA landscape, which is a rebuild. You know what I mean? Like, so if Rob, if, if you were listening, if I could be of any service to you, I would say that not that you're probably not already doing that, but my guess is you are. Uh, so, but if you're not for some reason, um, you know, you should probably be like, Hey, you know, come on, let's be real. You, guys you have to, you're, you're saying anywhere. that Rob Polinka needs to call the Indiana Pacers and needs to explain to them, Hey guys, I just wanted to let you guys know. Well, I, I think like, in those negotiations, it's a conversation, right? So here, here's what I, you, you want to know how NBA negotiations work in my, in my estimation, in my time covering the league for almost 20 sure, years. Go ahead. I'm listening. Deals that get done, mm-hmm. mega deals, most of them, not all of them, uh, but a good chunk of them, let's say get done because of relationships. Okay, so I'll give you an example that involves the Lakers. So remember, Kobe and Shaq obviously, you know, didn't want to play with each other. Right. And, uh, you know, the whole situation goes down. Shaq's in Hawaii. Pay me, pay me, pay me. Right. All that stuff at the uh, exhibition game. So remember, do you remember? Do you know how how Shaq ended up in Miami? Do you you know that story? I don't know that I recall that. It's going back a little while. Keep going. Tell me more. The story was the Lakers were looking to hire Pat Riley back at that Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And. So he was, you know, because Pat still has a house in Malibu. You know what I mean? Like to this day. Malibu <laughs> Yeah. I don't believe he calls it that. But nonetheless, he uh, he still has a house in Malibu. He might be right there right now for all I know. You know Pat, are you listening? Time. Are you in Malibu? Are you listening right now? Are you hearing this? I mean, I know I he's a big fan of yours. He is. I don't know if he's listening to 710 right now. Well, Perhaps. maybe he's using the app. Have you thought about that? One tap, that, you know? That is, that is fair. Perhaps. Hey, one tap. Perhaps Riles is using the app. That no more possible. multiple taps, just one tap. Right. So he may be in Malibu listening on the app. So anyway, okay. mm-hmm. um, long story short, okay, is what I would say is that when they, they tried to get Riles to come to the Lakers, he then realized, well, you know, like, what's up with Shaq and Kobe? Like, I know there's some issues there. And they're like, oh, no, no, we're, we're, we're going to – we got to trade – Shaq or what I, I I'm I think it was we have to trade one of them at the time I don't know if that decision had been made yet like, I don't recall that part of it but nonetheless it was something to the effect of that of like well they can't be together and he's like well why would I want to come here if they can't be together like like that doesn't make a lot of sense and then his antenna raised and like wait wait a second I could leave here with one of them <laughs> so and then uh, that decision was made now that that's the way it was relayed to me um, and then that's how the Shaq trade went down because obviously Pat has a deep relationship with Mitch Kupchuk at the time and, and, you know, everyone involved, right? Like that, you know, because of his upbringing in the Lakers organization. So a lot of these, a lot of these decisions end up happening because of relationships. Like it's literally that kind of conversation. Like, come on, let's level between you and me. We've known each other for 20 years. You know, let's be real. Let's. You know, your situation is not our situation. We need to win a championship because we got to capitalize on LeBron's window. You 
Indiana Pacers, you're rebuilding. Let's just make this work, you know, and, and just kind of you, you tank, for lack of a better phrase, and uh, we'll give you Russ. You do whatever you want with him, and we'll give you some picks to incentivize it and, you know, call it a day. Right, but what you said earlier was that Rob Palenka needs to call Indiana, and he needs right. to Right, and what I'm saying is I don't know what his relationship is like with right. whoever's running Indiana. But so that's you imagine, why... Can you imagine him saying, hey, listen, just want to let, let me make a comparison, for example. Like, I'm Rob Palenka right now. So we are to NBA basketball what Alabama is to college football, and you, the Indiana Pacers, you are to the NBA what Indiana, like IU, is to college football. There's the haves, that's us, we're the Lakers, and then there's the have-nots, and that's you guys, the Pacers. So look, here's the thing. You guys I suck. I feel like Indiana in football is kind of strong. Like, they're not that either. Like, they've been pretty good in their te- in their tenure. Like, Listen I me. would say, who's a team that just has never won a national championship, but that's, like, pretty good most years? Um, Well, Indiana's not that. I can tell right. you that right yeah, now. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's what the Pacers are, though. If we're but, but, but that's what I'm, so what I'm saying to you is, yeah. is, that, is that he has to say to them, this is what you're telling me, that Rob Palenka has to sell the Pacers on, you guys aren't good, you guys aren't going anywhere, Right. There's there there's nothing that you can let's do. Let's level. Yeah. Right. So so let's just be honest about it. Yeah. We're in a desperate situation to win now, and you guys are not in a desperate situation to win now. So given our our circumstances, give us the guys that we want. Now hold on a second. If I told you that the two guys we're talking about here, Miles Turner and Buddy Heald, if I told you those two guys were going to join the Lakers, yeah. And well, Russell oh, you was asked be me if they out. were a, a top four or five team. And here's why. This is why this is an important question. Okay. Because you have ranted and raved. You have yelled at me like a child being scolded. You have banged your hands on the desk. Yeah. You have literally screamed at me and called me names because what you said to me was... Stupido. Right. You said the only chance the Lakers have to get into championship contention mm-hmm. is Kyrie Irving. That's it. There is no conversation. There is right. no so debate. Champion- That's it. But you've changed the math now. You said not championship. You said four or five seed. Well, but... Listen, you have said all along that if they're okay, just going to the get Lakers into the plan, beyond, there's a but there's I think there's a there's a there's a gap there. Like being a four or five seed with Miles Turner and Buddy Heald and no Russell Westbrook, maybe yeah, that's probably doable. But being a championship team, no, I don't. I would not say that. Okay, so then so then doing this deal to get hypothetically Buddy Heald, I mean, and you Miles have Turner, like a puncher's chance, is what I would call it. Okay, so but again. Just to be clear here. Let's do it this way. Are they better than the Warriors? No. Mm. No. 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 They're not better than the Warriors. Are they better than the Suns? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I I, I don't know. But but let Uh, me tell you why I don't think so. Are they they better than the Clippers? No. On paper, probably not. No. The, and, and here, so wait, let me keep going. All right, go are, ahead. Are they better than a healthy Denver Nuggets team? Probably not. I, I, maybe. Maybe. Maybe, I would say. Maybe. I'm throwing um, out a probably in there. Probably um, not. The Grizzlies? I don't know. I don't know. So there's like four teams right there that for sure I gave you and I don't know. And then there's like two or three maybes in there. Yeah. Well, then, then here's the thing. If you're just making moves to make moves sake. You no, know, like, no, 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 no. It's better than what you have, and okay. you can't stand Pat. Okay, that's so, like the worst case scenario. So, so better than what you have, yeah. Based on what you had one year ago, but hold on, yeah. things have changed with the Lakers. Okay. The Lakers went out and got a coach that, in my opinion, 
they have hired a coach to potentially accommodate a personality like Russell Westbrook. Right. Can you buy that? Can I sell that to you? I mean, yeah, but I also feel like they're still also, like, they're saying one thing, but their actions are saying other things. Okay, they're saying we hired a coach who can, and I'm, again, I'm going to have to use this word in the same sentence, we hired a coach who can, we believe, coach this sort of personality. Russell Right, Westbrook. get the best out of this group. Right. Okay, but behind the scenes, while everybody is selling to the public, yeah. The big three, yeah. and he can coach them, yeah. and and we all know about the disaster of last year. And by the way, yeah. more things keep coming out about yeah. how bad it was yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah, but we hired a coach to handle this situation. Uh huh. But really, behind the scenes, right. we're continuing to try and get rid of the situation. Correct. No question about it. Yeah. So what Darvin Ham is really doing is just damage control. Um, which he's done a phenomenal job of, by the way. There is not a Lakers coach previously, maybe Phil or Pat, that would have gotten uh, an invite to be on the All the Smoke podcast with Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. Uh, you know what I mean? And I, I don't know if those guys would have done it. I mean, I'm sure their producer would have tried to get Pat Riley or Phil Jackson. But there's probably another... I mean, these guys played with Darvin Ham or played against him, at least. So it's like... It's it's like a real like he's Darvin Ham is doing the Lord's work, man. Like Darvin Ham deserves already deserves a bonus. He's like my front runner for coach of the year just based on all the PR he's done for the Lakers and helped them in a tremendous way. But you want to know something? I'm not so sure that Darvin Ham is is being the front man for the Lakers. Like in other words, I don't know that everybody is sitting in the office is going now. Darvin, listen. What you need to do is you got to go out and sell the company line. Oh, I don't know if it's line. intentional or not. I can't tell you definitively one way or the other. No, but what I think is is that he's a coach, and even though he's a first-time head coach, he actually probably believes. truly believes yeah. that he can handle this situation. I'm sure he can, and no, we would ne- we'll never know is my point. I mean, we may know someday down the road, but we, we'll never know right now if that's true or not. No matter what, he should be applauded for being – the face of the of the franchise at the moment and giving people some semblance of hope because at the end of the day, Cappy, there is a realistic chance that they do have to run it back. So if you're go- if there is a realistic chance that you have to run it back, you might as well have sold some optimism on it. Well, I know we can get into this coming up, but if if they're gonna run it back based on the reports that LeBron, AD, and Russ were all on a call together talking about this. To me, I said this all along. They played 21 games together last year. I believe that was the exact number. 21 games. Does that sound right to you? Does that number sound right? Um, yeah. So we don't really know what the three of them could have been if they would have played 65 games together. So I'm, I'm pretty much feeling like we're headed towards the regular season with the roster that the Lakers currently have. And maybe, maybe they're able to make this move with Indiana. But if not... I think the three of them believe, hey, we can at least we can make a good run at this thing. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people. I think there's oh, and there's also um, another team that potentially could be involved in a Laker trade. I can tell you that on the other side too. I was speaking of morsels, right? Yeah, I'd like to hear that. Yeah, all right, I can get you that next. Two minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Seven ten ESPN. Song. Haven't heard this song in a long time. Really? We just played it like However not that long ago. However, do you want it? However, Lord, didn't you, you play it? this song like last week or two or two weeks ago when I was here? Just yeah, we played ago. it already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been two weeks. Kathy forgets things, you know? <laughs> you I do forget like things. It was I years. do forget things, man. Seriously. You have terrible short... Well, that's the weed, for sure. Well, that's why I told you yesterday. I'm the contemplating giving it all up. Booze, weed, and uh, bad eating. I'm thinking like a 30-day body cleanse. Oh, my God. You know what I had today, speaking of bad eating? Tell me. So, my kid loves entomans makes these little like mini like pound cakes like i'm talking about mini like corporate greg of... take it away okay. okay take it away corporate greg yeah uh they they're like the size of like i don't know a monopoly dollar like you know like the little square mm-hmm. and they've got like fudge that's a on funny it. thing to compare it to well because that's about the size of it is not like a real dollar a dollar a real dollar is bigger um and i i was like you know what i'm gonna try one of these because my kid loves them. And I, as a kid, loved Entenmann's. And remember, we talked about how growing up, like, there were certain restaurants you loved. Like, I loved Sizzler as a kid. Give me that Malibu chicken all day. And then I tried it as an adult. I'm like, ooh, this was terrible. How did I eat this? Um, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to give Entenmann's a chance. And you know what, Cappy? Tell me you hated it. Not bad. Oh, really? Pretty good, actually. Little fudge mm-hmm. and Entenmann's little mini pound cake. It yeah. was good. Like I was, like, stunned. I was ready to hate it. And I was like... I looked at my wife. I'm like, I get why he likes them. They're pretty good. When I was a kid, we used to always have the long box of Entenmann's donuts. Yeah, pound they were, cake. It was no, no, but this was the donuts. They were the chocolate covered, and mm. inside was the yellow yeah. cake donut. Yeah, yeah, were those good. were really yeah, good. Were good. Yeah. And that was I'd be like, Ma, what's for breakfast? You know, she'd be like, Have a donut. I don't want a donut. Have cookies and milk. Like this was what was going on in my house as a kid. You know. Wow. Yeah. And then um, she would sometimes get instead of the chocolate Entenmann's donuts. She would get the ones that were like the powdered sugar on top, and it looked like little rabbit duties all over the top of the uh, all over the donut, you know. And those were pretty good too. But the uh, the pound cake thing, yeah. I haven't had that. Yeah, it's good. Speaking of bad food, um, real quick before I get to the other team that I think the Lakers are chatting with, according to my crowdsourcing, not a report. Uh, Lindsay, did you tell me earlier today that you were going camping? Yes, I'm going on like my family family reunion camping trip this weekend no way why would you do that why would you go camping we've been going every year since literally like my dad has been going there since he was a kid do you and like so, camping i mean i i used to love it when i was younger but now that i've gotten older i definitely 
like I like going and seeing my family and everything, but I, I mean, I can't. The accommodation, like real camping, like tents and like build a fire and catch a fish and clean it and then eat it, okay, like real so camping. I don't know. I don't know many people who have to like forage for their own food when they like go rough camping. it out, rough yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know many yeah. people who do that cap. But, oh, really? Because I thought that was camping. No, I mean, maybe in like the 50s and 60s and 70s, but I don't think people really do that anymore where they're like, mm-hmm. oh, we got to rely on the land to get our food. Yeah. But, Nobody's hunting for berries. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, we so we used to do that. We used to do the tent and then we upgraded to like the 1920s single room, like non-electric cabins. But over the past few well, years, why would you do that to yourself? Why would it non-electric? What was well, we, the, we, we, this was what, like my family did when we were younger. My dad took us and we loved it. Oh. But now that I'm older. I can't do that anymore. And so we get like the cottage, you know, it has like a bathroom and the shower and everything inside the cottage, but it's still camping. And I'm a little worried about the bears. Not going to lie. They're starting to, to, to encroach really badly. on like where the campers are all the time. Yeah. Not for me. I want to know where this is. Allegheny state park up in New York. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm not doing that. I told you I did the camping one time because I dated a girl who her, uncles and cousins and all the dudes every year would go camping and i was like they always gave me grief because i didn't do it i'm like i'm gonna do it once and that's it and i did it and i i'm not doing it again when like, you say and i didn't have a bad time it's yeah. just like it's just not for me but wait a second are we talking about sleeping in a sleeping bag in a tent yeah sleeping bag yeah in a tent that's what i did yes fire at night fire at night yeah anybody play an acoustic guitar yeah actually yeah okay well that then that's real camping to me okay that's like so so again we, I, I actually would prefer to stay in a tent than stay in the cabins that we stayed when I was little because they're, like I said, they're built in the 1920s and they're just like yurts, you know, like it's just a, a wood box a with yurt, no electricity huh? or anything. And there's mice in them and stuff like they're really gross. And we have to use an outhouse and the outhouses are never clean to the point where they're like, you know, it's like almost filled up to the top. And I'm just like, this is so nasty. Like. And finally, like five years ago, I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to get one of those like nice cabins. Like, I don't care what you guys do. Do what you want. So now yeah. I've like converted my, the rest of my family, except my dad. He stays at his crappy old cabin, the same one every year on his trail. And he's like, I just can't leave this cabin. It's got such a nice view. And I was like, whatever, dad. Yeah, your dad's keeping it real. He's, he's, yeah. he's staying he old is. school. Right. He is. He's, he's refusing to cross over. But I mean, we do a lot of like, you know, camping. We have the campfires every night. We yeah. cook on the fire, you know. Yeah, I, I feel like despite my the, the girl I dated in, you know, my freshman year of college and her uncles, like I just feel like my people don't do camping all that often. Laura, am I we wrong don't. about this? Hell yeah. no, nah, we don't. Yeah. We can struggle yeah. too much to get electricity <laughs> and good food. Like, I'm staying here. Thank you very much, okay? Well, I can tell you my people definitely don't do it. My people, my people definitely don't do camping, seriously. Yeah. Uh, you seem around. like somebody who would like camping, Cap. You know, I've no never, cap would like glamping. Yeah, because truth be told, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I admit this to you guys. I've never done what you guys are talking about. I've never really yeah. gone out into the woods with a tent what? and a sleeping bag. I've literally never camped in my life ever. Yeah. I think the closest thing I've ever come to camping was um, in Big Sur. There, I was on a bike ride. I was riding a bike from San Francisco to San Diego. Humble brag, of course. I've done it five times. I was riding a bike from San Francisco to San Diego. And e-bike? I was not an e-bike, George. This is a real bike. I, this is manpower here. Oh, okay? you called it a real bike now. Yeah, okay. real bike. Like the kind of bike that you have to pedal, not the kind of bike that has electricity that I use okay. as transportation, not exercise. Okay. And I was riding a bike from San Francisco to San Diego for the Challenge Athletes Foundation, shout out. And we would stop in Big Sur. And we would stay in these cabins. 
And like the way you're describing it, Lindsay, no electricity, no phones, no cell coverage, none of that. And even for me, I'm like, you know what? Uh, get me to Santa Barbara. Get me down to Pismo Beach. Get me to some place where there's like, like real hotels where I can order a room service and get a massage. I can't stay out here in the middle of the woods. It's not for me. Yeah, not for me either. But uh, anyway, so I don't know if this is for me, this uh, potential other Lakers shooter to make a deal with. Okay, tell you us. ready for this? Mm-hmm. So the Russell Westbrook scenario, we talked about Indiana, right? So Indiana is one team that is clearly rebuilding, right? Another team that seems to be clearly be rebuilding is the Jazz. Now, I'm not suggesting Donovan Mitchell is coming to, to the Lakers. That's not happening. Um, but Why not, the J- by the way? Why not? I mean, the, the Jazz have said now, or at least that those were the reports. The that, Lakers you know don't have anywhere near the amount of... Um, draft capital to make that deal happen. Well, maybe the, Not maybe even the Lakers the sh- should say to the Jazz what they say to the Pacers. Like, you guys no, are never it, really going to win. Right, but Donovan Mitchell's considered a, a star, and the other two players I mentioned, Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, are not. So that's is just a different asking price. Okay, all right. Keep going then. Yeah. So anyway, um, but I do think the Lakers can make a deal with the Jazz that could bring back some decent players too, although I don't love it, like a Mike Conley, right? Uh, who's not a great, I don't, I don't think he's a great player anymore, but can't hurt. Uh, but really, Boyan Bogdanovich is a really good player, and he's in an expiring contract next year. Um, Jordan Clarkson, who's been a Laker in the past. Like, the Jazz have some stuff that they may be willing to move. The problem is, again, you know what it's going to boil down to, Cappy, with the Lakers and the Jazz? Having to give up draft choices? Correct. And yeah, Danny Ainge is not going to do it for just one pick. As right. But if I'm the Lakers and the names that you just mentioned, George, I'm going to say it like this. I don't think those names make the Lakers go from uh, out of the playoffs to a four seed. You know, I don't think it takes them from a seven to a three. I, all I'm saying is, are no, they but, a No, but I would say better? that the difference between those players and the Indiana players, for the most part, Miles Turner has played in a few playoff games, but... The Jazz players are way more battle-tested in the postseason than the Indiana players. Yeah, but but those moves don't sound like the They're team. not championship moves either. That, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Listen, yeah. here's the reality of the situation. The Kyrie Irving move, if it were to happen, now you've told us today that morsels tell you that it's, you know, it's dead for now, DFN. But if you go out and make a move and get Kyrie Irving, what that tells everybody, the fan base – the locker room, the rest of the NBA. What Championship that tells, or bust. Right, yeah. That's what it tells everybody. Like it, yeah. it, it, it confirms what LeBron yeah. has been saying, right. which is, I'm all in on a championship here. You right. know, and everybody around me needs to be in on a championship. Which he kind of has said. I mean, I'm paraphrasing it, but that's, that's pretty that's much pretty it. That's pretty much the deal. Now, yeah. do you take that as you don't believe the Lakers are in for a championship? Because I, I don't believe that. No, I think that what, what LeBron was saying... Which again, these is are just like them picks. Well, what he's saying is, is that everybody around me, and I think he's, I specifically think he's talking about Russell Westbrook. Everybody around me has to be rowing in the same direction, yeah. and that has to be to win a championship. Nothing else. That's all that matters here is winning a championship. And I think this is just my own read on the situation is that he was saying I got to know that Russ is with me on this. Which is why, by the way, for all the talk of a couple weeks ago of, you know, there's this icy relationship and they're at the summer league and one guy's on one side and the other guy's on the other and they never embrace, they never say hello. Therefore, we know that, that, that LeBron is pretty much done with Russ. But the latest reports are 
that the three of them, LeBron, AD, and Russ, the <clears throat> big three of the Lakers, those guys have finally gotten on the phone together and have talked it out, and everybody understands, do what LeBron says. At least that's my read. I, mean, right? I love how you do the dismount there. Yeah. <laughs> I landed it, too, with a 9.98. I like how you do the dismount there. I mean, that's just my read. That's just my read on the situation. You know, I mean, I'm just an outsider looking in. That's all. That's all. <laughs> an idiot. God, you're so stupid. What are you talking about? That's everybody's read. Everybody agrees with me. I'm just, it's not what you said. It's how you said it. <laughs> so you know what's so great is that we talk a lot about the lakers okay and uh-huh. that's because the lakers are la's number one team granted the dodgers you would probably say are right there 1a and i know yeah. there was a lot of stuff going on yesterday yeah. clayton kershaw mookie betts political statement on the t-shirt i know we haven't gotten too much yet into the all-star thing but what's amazing to me is this we talk lakers all year long mm-hmm. but when i turn on like this morning uh Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, there was no Keyshawn, but all I heard from these guys was Laker, 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 Laker. I'm like, they're the national morning show of ESPN, and everybody's still talking. I'm like, guys, the All-Star game was last night. I get it if we do it, but the national guys never stop talking about the Lakers. It's amazing to me. It's the large, I mean, uh, if you look at their social media followings, I believe they're the largest uh, fan base, just based on the social media metrics. You mean like most followers? Yeah. Uh, if you total all their like uh, social handles, gotcha. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it they matter. Like I said, I mean, us talking about it is one thing. You know, yeah. we're here. This is what people love. We are uh, here. But the national people, non. Do you think that could be our new slogan, Sedano and Cap? We're here. We are here. We out here. Oh, wait That's a second. For your run for state assembly, mm-hmm. Scott Kaplan, we're here. We are out here doing this thing. Now, why'd you go extra there? I don't know. I'm just looking for that, like that doesn't fit statements. on all, all the all that you said is not fitting on a cap, bro. Let me think about this. We we're, out we're here. here. We're out here doing this thing. That's we, a long. That's a we lot. out here doing this thing. I'm gonna be where I'm at. And I'm just throwing out <laughs> phrases, you know. See, this is why you can't run for state assembly. I can't run at all. I could probably jog a little bit, yeah. but running is just out of the question at this point. All right. Radio Tinder is up next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I'm really excited, but I'm really faking being super excited because I'm just not feeling great right now, but I'm just pushing through it. But I'm, like, slap-happy at this point. So, woo, yeah, Radio Tinder. Super excited. Thanks, Chris. Oh, that sucks. Um, all right, so, guys. This is a great story um, if you like, you know, strip great clubs, stories. I guess. Great story if you like great stories. Exactly, Cap. Major League Baseball teams are going to be allowing teams to have patch sponsors for the first time starting next season. And some have already cashed in on the big deal. And the latest piece of information to come out of that whole circuit is Strip Chat, the adult entertainment company known for several mature-themed PR stunts 
gave the Yankees a $20 million offer to be their exclusive patch sponsors for the 2023 season. The strip chat vice president said, uh, quote, we want to expand the visibility of strip chat across the globe. And what better way to do that than stick our logo on the sleeves of Yankee players? It makes too much sense for the Yankees to work together with the leading adult live campsite. Let's turn pinstripes into pinstrips. Uh, should the Yankees sign this deal with uh, strip chat to be their exclusive logo patch sponsors for $20 million for one year? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano. Swipe left. Uh, the Yankees don't need that. I'm sure they can find another twenty million dollar deal somewhere else. They're the Yankees. I, I, I don't think. I don't think that's going to be uh, something that ends up working out for Strip Chat. I'm going to also swipe left here, but not because I think it's a bad idea. By the way, I love when companies do like cheesy publicity moves, which they know are never going to get done. I'm a big fan of that. But yeah, you should do that with Cited. I would love to do that. As a matter could, of fact, wait, I could try- you imagine though? Like it'd be hilarious. Like if you were like. Hey, I want to give the Dodgers twenty million dollars to have sided on their lo- on their uniforms, and then they go, "Okay, cool, we'll do the deal." Yeah, and then I'd be like, "Uh, what I meant was twenty bucks." <laughs> You'd be like Elon Musk, be like, nope, never right. mind, you just would be Elon Musk. Right. You would be musking it yeah. at that point. Yes, you would be like, oh, "I don't know, I- I'm backing out of the deal." <laughs> no, I think I, I think I'd go back to my investors and I'd raise the twenty million. I go, hey, look, they're going to put us on the Dodger uniforms. But the truth of the matter is this: that twenty million's but nothing. That would, but that would be a year, though. Yeah, but twenty million's peanuts. I mean, if right, you're the, the Yankees or you're the Dodgers and somebody wants more. to spend money yeah. to put their name on your jersey, dude, I'm not taking twenty million bucks, fifty million, a hundred million. I mean, come on, this is and, the Dodgers and, and the Yankees. In context, though, I'm curious because I don't know, like, I, there's not a whole lot of money or, like, info about the money. Is $20 million a lot for this type of, like, deal? Well, I, I will I, I will tell you this. Stadium naming right deals um, generally don't cost that much. So, like, I would say that most stadium right deals are, like, a couple million a year. So, $20 million is a lot in that regard. When you say guess. that, though, like, for example, I mean, just here, we'll use a small market team. The Pittsburgh Steelers just changed the name of their stadium from Heinz Field to something else. I don't even know what this company is or what mm-hmm. they do. I don't really remember the reporting on how much that company was paying, but that would be a good baseline for us to really understand, like stadium naming rights versus name on patch well, on jersey. Wasn't Crypto.com like half a billion dollars? Oh, yeah, it was like crazy, crazy money. Yeah. But that's that's the naming rights to where the Lakers call home, where the L.A. Kings call home, where... Where, it's a know, lot of teams, yeah. Yeah, that and lots Not just of concerts. One team. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Know, Twenty also, million doesn't sound like a lot to me. It's it seems I feel like um, it seems like a the lot. The deal is uh, this uh, three seventy. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see the crypto dot com thing. Seven hundred million. How many years was that though? Um, I thought it was like twenty years, wasn't it? It sound that sounds well. Even right. if it is, yeah, that's twenty 30, year deal, thirty five million a year. Yeah, so thirty five million for a stadium name, though. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty good like that's that's and that's how many teams play there the lakers the clippers the uh the kings the sparks there's a lot of events at that arena you know you're getting more usage than a jersey patch i don't know i just feel like 20 million doesn't sound like a lot i wonder how much the uh the lakers get paid for their jersey patch theirs is wish right or it was i know it no was it was wish. yeah 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 I don't know. I don't but, remember what it was last year, but some uh, food company. I want to say, like Korean food company. It's or Bibigo. Like Bibigo. 
Hey, hey Funchy, what's you, up, Funch? Funch? Yeah, yeah. Um, so nice. the, the total team um, for all 30 teams in the NBA, the patch generated about $200 million in revenue for the total of the 30 teams. Okay, I can't so that's that like $10 that million, dollars, like each, right? No, less than that. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so $20 million is a lot then, Cap. Right. I don't know. That's what I'm I, saying. I don't $20 know. Maybe million is a lot. Maybe if you're the if you're the Marlins or the Padres, maybe it's a lot. But I just feel like if you were the Dodgers or the Yankees, twenty million doesn't okay. seem like that much to me. It's just it's just like the first reaction, you know. That's yeah. all, uh-huh. with okay. no research, right. of course. Clearly okay. not. Yeah. Well, sticking in baseball, things between Juan Soto and the Washington Nationals are kind of starting to unravel, I guess you would say. So less than 24 hours before Soto hoisted the home run derby trophy on Monday night, he was waiting in an airport for a commercial flight, just like regular people do. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yes. It's all because the Nationals refused to charter a flight for him to L.A. days after he rejected a record 15-year, $440 million contract extension. Soto's agent, our friend Scott Boris, said that Soto arrived in L.A. at 1.30 in the morning on Monday following uh, the Nationals game against the Braves in Washington, D.C. The Braves, on the other hand, they chartered a plane to Los Angeles for their All-Stars. The Nationals did not. So, obviously, this whole situation with Soto and his contract extension with the Nationals is getting a little bit contentious. So do you guys think that he's going to be traded this year at the deadline? Swipe oh, left or oh, swipe right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's going to be traded. I don't think there's any question about that. I, I actually were, thought you were going to ask, would any of us be that petty, like the Nationals, and make him fly commercial instead of charting, uh, chartering the plane for him to the All-Star game? If My answer is yes. I would be that petty. I would oh, be that no, spiteful. you 100%. Yeah, no, I would. Because yeah. if I were the owner of the Washington Nationals and you yeah. turned down a $444 million contract, which, by the way, it sounds like an awful lot of money. Well, by the way, here's the thing everyone's missing on that. He turned down a $440 million contract from them. It doesn't mean he would turn it down from someone else. Well, but he, also when you broke down the number of years and the number of dollars, it doesn't make him like a top five paid player in baseball. So, look, here's the thing. I don't know how many all-stars the Washington Nationals had. I think we're, we're all hearing the Soto because he's the star and he's the guy that you know, everybody's talking about trading for. But if I were the owner of the Washington Nationals and I knew this guy wasn't going to be here very long, and I had to spend, I don't know, $40,000 each way from Washington, D.C. all the way to L.A., why do I need to spend eighty grand for a guy who's not going to be with me in two weeks? Now, did you guys hear the story about the Oakland A's player? That guy, he had to jump on the charter with the Houston Astros. Like The, the A's are like, yeah, we would love to send you private, but the thing is we're broke and we have like 12 people that come to our home games, so you're on your own. Yeah, pal. I was going to say, he didn't have to. They like made him, you know? Right, because they did the same yeah. same situation. They didn't want yeah. to charter a, a plane for him. Right, bunch well, of the jerks. Oakland, the, the Oakland A's they don't have the money to do it. The Nationals Listen, probably do. They have the money. They own a baseball team. They have the money. Let's be serious. That, of course they do. Yeah, the Oakland A's are a very very broke in baseball. A very broke baseball organization. So what happens when you okay. get twelve people to show up at a home game? I mean, if you looked people. at their attendance, twelve. A whole 12 I mean, cap? It's, it's sure like, it's like 11? I mean, I mean, no, it might be like 3,000 if I'm not joking around. But, like, that's <laughs> insane. Seriously. Insane. Yeah, I didn't know it was that bad. Like, 3,000. Yeah, that that's pretty bad. Yep. That's like a minor league baseball game. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. One more, Linz. One more. So, Mookie Betts is now in his third season with the Dodgers. And I think it's safe to say that so far the deal has worked out pretty well for the Dodgers. 
But a Boston reporter talked to Mookie this past weekend during the All-Star festivities, and he asked him, would he have stayed with the Red Sox if they offered him a deal close to what the Dodgers did? Mookie said, quote, absolutely. I just didn't get it. That's the argument. I didn't get it. So that's why I am where I am. So the official offers that Betts received from the Red Sox have never been made fully publicly known. And, of course, he went on to sign a 12-year, $365 million deal with the Dodgers. Fans on social media seem to be, like, surprised and some even, like, ticked off that he would say that. That, you know, oh, yeah, I definitely would have stayed in Boston, but they didn't pay me, so that's why I am where I am. Do you guys think that Mookie should have said that? Swipe left or swipe right? Uh, I'll swipe right. I don't have an issue with Mookie Betts saying that. Other players have said things like that in the past where, you know, fan bases look at a player and they're like, oh, man, you know, you should have taken the deal that was offered. And the player will go, no, I don't think you remember the details. I was actually traded. Why was I traded? Because they knew that they would never be able to pay me what the free market would pay me. So I don't really have a big problem with Mookie Betts saying that. You know, I mean, he's come to L.A. He's become an even greater player than he's ever been. Um, I loved what he was wearing yesterday before the game because now some social activism, active, anyway, um, social activism has come into his world, and I like the political message that he had on his shirt yesterday. But I don't have a big problem with Mookie saying, "Yeah, if they would have paid me what the Dodgers paid me, I probably would have stayed." But that was never offered to me. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. Like, of course, the team that he played for at the beginning, and he said he would stay with them. I'll, most guys would prefer to stay with one team, especially if they're a star. I mean, if any if any town should understand that, it's this town, the way it all worked out with Kobe Bryant, right? Like, he didn't – I mean, there were times, as we've discussed, that he could have left or he wanted to leave. But nonetheless, at the end of – toward you know, at some point in his career, he realized it was important to stay with one franchise. So I, I don't see why people can't see through that like and just be like, oh, yeah, I get it. It happened with Kobe. There you have I it. think people were just like mad at the way that he said it. Like, well, people just they get didn't. mad. No, no, no. Right. That's yeah. just it. People You're just right. love getting mad. That's like right. a sport now. Hey, I'm yeah. going to get mad. Right. It's like faux outrage every day. Right. And it's like anything anybody says, there's somebody out there who's got to be pissed off about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That is Radio Tinder each and every day at 530. Coming up next. Oh, Cappy. Let's talk some baseball, actually, because I do think that there were a couple of things from the All-Star game that I wanted to take away. Uh, and and. Their commissioner, man, even when I think sometimes he gets things right, he still doesn't know how to get them right. God bless. Let's get to that guy next. Did Christopher not work today? I don't think so, but I'm not sure. He's probably like a partner event. He's always Mm. schmoozing these days, you know? I don't know. Last Last night, Morales sent out this tweet, and he was at, I don't know what event he the was WNBA at. The WNBA Sparks game. Okay, so he's like, I'm at the other sporting event that's happening in town right now because obviously everybody knows the All-Star game was happening. And so he's, he was, I guess, at the, you said, you know, Sparks game last night. And I just feel like afterwards he started putting out pictures of, like, some bar he was at, and it just kind of sounded like like Morales may, may have woke up today and went, you know what, today's a good day for me to take off. At least that's my impression. Yeah. He was with Trudell yesterday. Oh, how nice. How lovely. That was the picture you were referring to. Uh, I guess I didn't notice Trudell. I mean, he's right in the middle. I was going to say he's right there. (laughs) I guess I didn't really notice him. I just saw Chris and I was like, "Ah, I didn't even really look at who else he was with. Morales mesmerized you, huh? Let me take a look. Mm. at Let me see. Let me see if this picture like, oh, yeah, there he is in the middle. That's not the picture I was talking about, I don't think. Yeah, I guess it probably was the picture I was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why were you trying to weasel your way out of that? 
because I didn't notice Trudell. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, pal. I mean, okay. I mean, it's a nice tie combo he's got going on there. Yeah. Always look sharp. sharp. Yeah, Always looking sharp, looking yeah. very sharp, as a matter of yeah. fact. I just saw our um, man Clinton Yates, the uh, the president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man community. He's over at the ESPYs that are happening right now. Yeah. And he's wearing a white sport jacket with a white shirt with white long shorts. And there he was taking pictures with him and Mina. So Clinton Yates That's cool. over there kind of doing yeah. his thing. No desire to go to the ESPYs. Me neither. I know it sounds weird. Like my father texts me today. He goes, are you at the ESPYs? Because, you know, my father thinks now that I work at ESPN that, like, I'm a big macher. You know what I'm saying? Like, he thinks I'm mm. a big deal now. Tells yeah. all of his friends at Boca Del Vista Phase 4. You know, my yeah. son works for ESPN. He's getting a backpack. And um, I said, no, Dad, I'm, I'm not at the ESPYs. And he's like, well, could you have gone if you wanted to? So just to, like, feed his ego, I'm like, of course, man. I had, like, front row seats, <laughs> VIP, the whole deal, you know? And he's like, well, then why didn't you go? And I'm like, oh, me and Sedano, we got a show to do today, yeah. you know? Oh, my God. Years ago, um, we used to have to do that show on the red. This show, we would have had to have done that show on the red carpet for years. Um, I, I just don't love that stuff. Like, it's just not for me. Like, I don't care enough. I'm seeing that the ESPYs have sent out a tweet. Would you have done Cup- that if they would have told us, like, in years past? Because that's what's had yeah. to have happened. Yeah. Um, you know, go out there and do the like an ESPY show. Like, would yeah. you have gone to the red yeah. carpet? You would have. You would have been fine with it. Yeah, I would have been fine. I don't. I, I love. I love doing the show outside of the studio, um, and I love big events. Oh, I don't mind. I, I mean, actually, I do mind. I, I actually, I said this earlier. I prefer events because I actually get to hang out with the people that actually like the show, as opposed to you watching us do the radio show, which I don't think is helpful for anyone because oh, it's George. like. We can't really Especially talk to them Cap, oh, because then people are coming up to Cap during the show, and you know he has EDD, so he's just like, "Oh yeah, buddy," and just like starts. Remember, he just took started put the one guy on the mic, and he started talking about God knows what, like that. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, well, but, but even like yeah. like last Friday, last Friday when Clinton and I were at the uh, West Covina Sportsplex, you know, like you got literally like hundreds of people around, and they're sitting there watching and they're listening. And I am, like, continuing to say, now, if you're listening on the radio because you're out driving around, you know, I'm talking to you. But for everybody else who's sitting here in front of us, I'm talking to you, too. But on a, on a red carpet SB kind of a thing where there's not, like, folks hanging around going, all right, tough guy, let's go. What do you got today? You know, this would have been just like, hey, here comes Cooper Cup. Coop, come here. Put on a microphone. Hey, dude, when are you going to shave that beard? Come on, man. You know, like one of those kinds of deals. Yeah, I, just not my thing. It's not my All right. Well, I'm, Cooper Cup, according here. to the ESPYs, I'm following them on, on just Twitter. Just won something. He yeah. won the best championship performance. Congratulations, Cooper Cup. He had Cup a pretty damn good Rams. performance. Yeah, I don't he think sure there's did. any question about that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I'm not – it's just not my thing. I mean, I'm not saying that I, I wouldn't go. If the company wanted me there, I would absolutely be there. Um, I'm totally cool with that. You're a company but guy. But if I have a choice – right, yeah, no. I'm, I'm seeing another uh, tweet here that says Steph Curry, who's hosting the ESPYs, just I heard fried he was great the Lakers. at the beginning. Yeah. What? He said he fried the Lakers. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that would be funny. we got to get some of this stuff. I mean, I guess. I mean, I'd be curious to hear what Steph Curry said he about the Lakers. He just told you he's not like a whole ESPYs guy, you know? <laughs> no, I didn't say just ESPYs. I mean award <laughs> show know, in I general. Know, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not my <laughs> thing. I don't really right. care. It's the only time I've cared is well, if I'm directly involved, that's different. You know what I mean? Like the Mandy's was fun, but like generally, like I don't care. Like I don't. So like my wife will record even the Oscars just to watch back stuff. She may have missed if, you know, the kids, she had to deal with the kids or something. I, I, I'll have the Oscars on. And it's like background noise for me. Like, well, that was I, like you know, the all-star game for me last night. I was just going to ask you, did Rachel allow you to watch it? 
Um, she allowed me to have it on my phone while oh, we were together. And I'll tell you, George, at one point, you'll, you'll love this. Seriously, to- totally true Where story. were you? You okay. were at dinner or something? Okay. You had to watch it? You're going to love this. You ready? Okay. So, yeah. so last night, uh, Rachel and I, and, and Laura, whipped me all day long. Because let me tell you something. This, this, this deserves it. Last night, she and I decide to have like a little sunset picnic, you know? And uh, she's a legend when it comes to snacks. She mm. likes snacks. So she yeah. got like salami and yeah. like cheese and vegetables and hummus and white wine. And she, I mean, she got all the snacks going. And we are mm. sitting there watching the sunset. And I look at her and I said, you know, this is better than sitting around watching the All Star game. To which point she reminded me, you have the All Star game on your phone. So right. you're here watching the sunset, but you're still yeah. watching the All-Star game on your phone. So right. kind of in the background for me. I will say this, George, that the 7-10 All-Star softball game on Friday night of last week. More interesting, I'm sure. A 10 times more entertaining ball game than last night's All-Star game. 10 times. And anybody who was there to witness it, you guys know I'm right. I, mean, I just, listen... I don't really love the NBA All-Star game. I like some of the festivities around it. I don't like the Pro Bowl. I like a couple of the skills challenges around it. I don't even know when the oh, hockey All-Star look, game ever is. When it comes to the NBA All-Star weekend, Saturday is the thing. Like every, Saturday's become, I mean, it's not bigger. I shouldn't say that because it's not. Tangent, you know, there's way more people watching Sunday. But me, personally, I love Saturday. Sunday, I'm kind of like, to your point, it's like, eh. I mean, I'll watch, but I'm not like intently watching. I mean, the only thing that had me and last the Pro night, Bowl, you couldn't pay me to watch the Pro oh, Bowl. Oh, forget about the life. Pro Bowl. I mean, listen, you can't pay the commissioner of the NFL to watch the Pro Bowl. Man, you can barely pay the NFL players to go play in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. But I will say this: like for me, what I was most interested in yesterday was very, mm-hmm. very simply What's to that? see Clayton Kershaw get the start, to get the love, to feel the yeah. ovation, to see cool. Kershaw pick off yeah. Otani at first base. Like that's yeah. cool. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. I also, you know what I liked? Did you see the shirt that um, Mookie Betts was wearing I did in see uh, batting practice? I did. I did. I, I agree. Like, I know that Major League Baseball has what they call the RBI program to go into uh, minority neighborhoods or whatever, this, that, and the other. I mean, I, 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 I applaud the effort, but clearly it's not working. Like, maybe you should just kind of reevaluate the, you know, the program like, and see how you can actually make it work. Yeah, I, I think from Mookie's shirt, for anybody that didn't see it, uh, it said we need more black people in the stadium, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I, I don't know, is he saying we need more black players in the stadium to play baseball? Fans? Or I think he meant everything. Fans? It was like yeah. encompassing. Yes. Right. Yeah. We, we need more fans. And, um, and I really wonder, you know, what, what folks think about that. Like, hey, Mook, we'd love to come, man. We really would, but... You know, hey, I'm feeling like it's kind of expensive. I'm feeling like there's a lot of traffic. I'm feeling like I'd rather watch it on TV. But I, regardless of Or there of might what, not be as much interest in the sport uh, in general. Like, I feel like, look, man, I'll tell you this. I work in sports. And baseball, I mean, outside of the – it's so regional now. Like, outside of the Dodgers, like, yeah, I know who Aaron Judge is or Giancarlo Stanton. By the way, shout out to Giancarlo Stanton, Notre Dame High School, right? MVP. Yeah, um, so home. That's cool. But, like, I mean, I know the stars – and I know, you know, and, and again, I work in sports, so I may know a, a more random person that you may not know, like that Class A, the guy who closed the game for uh, Cleveland. I mean, Lindsey clearly knows him. But the, like, yeah, like there were guys there that I'm like, 
Oh yeah, I I, I don't I kind of know who he is, but I don't know who he is. All I right, knew the I'll kid from the admission. Mariners, Julio I'll, Rodriguez. I'll, I'll, but I'll make an admission for you right here. You yeah. know, Stanton hits that home run off Gonsolin, right? And I'm like, okay. I mean, Giancarlo yeah. Stanton. Oh, and then the next batter hit a home run, and you have no idea who that person is who plays for the Minnesota Twins. His name is Buxton. Okay, Byron and, Buxton. Yeah, and of course, Senator, and, he's great. And, he's incredible. And yes, I'm, I'm Wait, telling you right now. I do not know who Byron Buxton is. I feel like he was like a huge prospect. Well, um, this is uh, coming from the same person who said nobody knows who Kurt Sandoval is. It's just one of these things where, right. as 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 George is pointing out, and I think he's pointing it out correctly, baseball in particular is a very regionalized game. So Why you did probably... you just take out Kurt Sandoval again, by the way? Well, I didn't take him out. Lindsay took him out. No, no. I just – Cab wanted to have him on last week because he's playing in the softball game. And I said, well, I think – before we have Kurt Sandoval on, I think people would care more to hear from guys like DeMarco and Kirk and people that are... Guys, you're saying guys who are, who are on the show more regularly. Yes, exactly, yes. exactly. She said, and I quote, nobody knows who he is. That's, I, I bet that. you that's not what she said because you're not a journalist. You're a sensationalist. That is yeah. exactly no. what she said. No, there's probably zero anyway. percent chance that that's what she actually but said. But here's what I, all I'm getting at is this, is that yes. this guy... Byron By the way, Buxton, Kurt, we love you around here, okay? Yeah, so well, yeah. well, we loved you around here oh you don't love him anymore after you drop the ball i mean i it, it's a ball that should have been caught and he'll okay. he'll he'll honestly he'll go to the grave thinking i should have caught that ball okay anyway can you wrap this up or you gotta go to break byron buxton i'm gonna tell yeah. you right now not no a household name not yeah. a household name minnesota twins man you called um, him that guy from minnesota that. okay yeah okay i know but i'm with you like it's a regional sport i think that plays a role in it too and i just think that it's a lot easier to play football and, and basketball, I, I think. Um, and just it doesn't matter what your race or ethnicity is. Like, just easier to get a ball and be like, "Hey, let's throw it around," and or let's throw it in a hoop. Like, than getting a baseball team together. Like, it's not easy. You know, there were a lot of guys at the end. But of that if game I'm major league baseball, you got to do a better job in investing in that. Like, that's you're the one that makes billions of dollars every year. Like, you if you want more minority inclusion. Here in this in, in this country, in your sport, and figure it out. Well, I just like that Mookie Betts feels comfortable and confident enough to yeah. say, you know what, I, I have some things I want to say. I want to send a political message. I'm going to use my T-shirt. I'm I don't use think the that's platform. a political message. Well, when I say political, I, what I mean is he wants to make a statement. And yeah, okay, util- yeah, but that, there, you just said it. Utilizing don't, the platform. Don't, don't fall into the trap because that's what people say, oh, why do you want to make it political? It's not political. It's just, you know, it's, but, but it's, it's listen, just a statement. All, all I'm yeah. saying is he used the platform, he knew what he was doing, and I like yeah. what he did. That's all. I like what he did, too. And I generally like what you do. I really like what you do. Yeah. Coming up next, I don't like what this one quarterback did in uh, at the University of Kentucky. It's the grossest thing you're going to ever hear in regards to food. And I'm glad this kid doesn't play for UCLA or USA because I I don't know how I'd deal with it. Although I'd probably ask him to come on the show to talk about it. It's that gross. We'll talk about it next.